If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-923-9018. 800-923-9018. That's 800-923-9018. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome, it's July 3rd, 2021, the day before the 4th of July. We hope you have a wonderful 4th of July. On behalf of Radio Law Talk, be safe. Thank you for uh, the freedoms we enjoy in this country. Uh, Though it is, I always say, it is not perfect. We have issues, and the court system is not perfect, but it's the best out there in the world, right? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, if you want to call in, you can call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. Yep, don't. (laughs) 855-529-7234. That was perfect, dude. Oh, my gosh. Uh, We are... uh, Every Saturday, 9 to noon Pacific time, you can hear us at, at uh, RadioLawTalk.com. If you want to email us, uh, just email us at info at RadioLawTalk.com. Um, and if your local station is not carrying us, just call them up and say, hey, you know, carry Radio Law Talk. We have two new affiliates we'd like to thank, KGDC, 1320 AM, 92.9 FM and 102.5 FM in Walla Walla, Washington, and KHSS 100.7 FM, Athena, Oregon. We really appreciate you. Thanks, Rod, the GM there. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, we, we've got a lot of cool stuff we're going to talk about. Let me tell you, if you are just joining us hour two, you missed a phenomenal show, hour number one. The Bill Cosby stuff was very, very interesting, and you want to hear our pr- perspective on it. That is stuff that's actually not really being pushed out in the news, um, and, and that is just super cool to, to hear that. The other thing we're going to talk about is the NCA Supreme Court ruling, what the latest is, and we're going to give you a little behind-the-scenes stuff on that. By the way, I pegged that one. How yeah, many yeah, times have yeah, I been talking right, about that one? Right in the face. We did. Oh, and then we're going to talk about free Britney and the latest on the free Britney stuff. Um, and that's we talk about law. This is the law. It's about yeah, Fred. And then we're going to talk about Fred, Ben Zo. Free Fred. Oh, right, sorry. Free. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> ben uh, Zobrist. How do you ben say? Ben Zobrist. Yeah, he's a baseball player and, and a, a pitcher that was a famous pitcher. We're going to talk about. The, we don't want to. We want to tease you a little bit, but Todd is a. 
announcer for baseball, so he'll get into that. What then, a case that is. Oh, that's it. Well, actress Allison Mack, what about that one? Ooh, that's an interesting. There is actually, I don't know if it's an HBO special, but there's a special on it. Maybe it was 2020 or Dateline had a special on this uh, issue with Allison Mack. We're going to talk about that. Say Clark, Clark Kent is very disappointed in that. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's true. And a win for Facebook against the Federal Trade Commission. We've got a lot of other things about convictions during COVID. Robert Durst. Oh, my gosh. We've got more going on. His brother testifies. If you don't know who Robert Durst is and what this is about, just wait. You're going to want to hear about this. But before we do all that, Cal, let's do case or no case. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! All right. Well, at first, David and Bill did not know that they were competitors, but they were. They were looking for a new food product that would capture the minds, mouths, imagination, and breath of America. Bill sold soap, and in that soap, he provided premiums like washcloths and some pine tar chew because breath back in their day was not always pleasant. Tasted awful, but eventually (laughs) it was more popular than his soap. Bill, on the other hand, made a calculated business decision. He bought thousands of dollars in chickle to see if he could make a tire or other practical product out of what he thought must be a rubber substitute. But he couldn't. Couldn't figure it out. And then one of his salespeople picked up this chickle, a little piece of it, and plopped it in his mouth. And it lasted a long time. There was no flavor. It was terrible. But finally, Bill developed a flavor to put in the chickle. Black licorice. And people went goo-goo-gaga for it. Uh, Bill grabbed his competitor's product and joined in the fray for competing in the chickle market, flavored chickle market. And the chewing gum game Bill invented turned another way, a vending machine. Bill invented a vending machine so people on the subway could grab some chickle and chew it when they were on their way home, that kind of stuff. So finally, they decided to start absorbing each other after all of this. And Bill said, ah, no, I'm not going to. What happened is uh, the guy who invented the, the uh, black licorice flavored gum went to Bill's company and said, I want space in your vending machines to, so you don't have a monopoly. And Bill said, I'll be danged if I'm going to do that. And so he took him to court and said, this is anti-competitive. You can't do this. You can't have a monopoly even on a new food. And so I ask you, Mr. Kunin, case or no case? Yeah, little known fact. Uh, <clears throat> David and Bill, the battle of David and Bill. Little, little known fact here. The, uh, the original design for the Soviet Union's flag was a hammer and chickle. And uh, actually, it wasn't. But that's. Okay. I, I'm just. Ch- I'm just chickled pink about this one here. Yeah, well, you should. Be. Uh, so I'm gonna say oh. that I'm gonna. Yeah. I, oh, I got a ton of them. I got a ton of these bad tons on this one here. Um, this to me sounds like a brouhaha, say between Wrigley's and maybe the maker of Chicklets, and um, and so I'm gonna say it's a case, and ultimately, see who brought the who, who was it that. Claimed the other had the monopoly. Well, it was. Let me let me, let me get. Oh shoot! I uh, I'm sorry. I deleted that part. Let me get to it. It is David and Bill. David and David said Bill has a monopoly. It's not fair. Okay, I'm gonna say David wins. Hmm. Uh, wait, wait. Sorry. So Bill wins. 
Bill's Bill's the vending machine owner. Bill's the vending David machine is, over, yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm going to say this is a case, and Bill wins. Okay. What the heck, Fred? It's interesting to think about. What do you think? I know it's business law; it's not your normal yeah. area of practice. But what do you think about this? Yeah, I'm a personal injury lawyer. Now, here's the situation. Right. The thing is, is the Sher- antitrust Sherman Act. When I, I have to figure out when that that came out with the Standard Oil case, that was all about Standard Oil, right? So, yeah. And this was when? Uh, what? When was this? This case? Well, this would have been after that. Okay, it would have been after During the good. after the industrial revolution and gotcha. people were commuting good. and so on. All right, yeah, right, all right. right. So that the, then the anti Sherman uh, Act. Uh, I mean the uh, Sherman, Sherman Antitrust. Act. Trust, and right. I trust it. Yeah, yeah, I'm the lawyer. I guess. and you're the <laughs> you know better I, than I do. I'm just helping you out. That's all. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. <laughs> I know. So I'm just trying to think of one thing. I, I know my answer. I knew my answer before you even asked Todd. I was just trying to think of my strategy here. Mm, okay. And so I'm going to say. Um, I'm going to say it's a case, and I'm thinking of David also, David Sunflower Seeds, too, right? Ah, uh, yes, oh, yeah, yes. It could be that, but oh. it could be Wrigley. But I think this is a case, and I think it is the gum wars, and I, I believe there were was a case, but who is the winner? You said the winner is going to be I, I say it's Bill. Bill. I say it's Bill, he could, Other, otherwise known as Goliath, if you're going with David. Yes. <laughs> and right. Bill was the one that was saying, no, you can't put it in my vending machines. Right. I got the vending machines. I got exclusive space. I invented it. You distribute yours in a different way. Uh, I agree with that because uh, Bill can, I'm sure David, he can go try to get uh, his vending machines put in there and negotiate with it. So, unfortunately, I have to follow Todd, but I might be able to catch up on Denise. Mm. So you're saying it is a case and that Bill wins. Yes, I'm going to say it's a case and Bill wins. And I'm going to, if you want to throw in an extra thing, I'm going to say this is Wrigley's. Like you said, Todd and I are going to say Wrigley's. And I'm going to say that David eventually became and owns David's sunflower seeds, too. All right. And, Todd, if you can guess the second name, because Bill is Bill Wrigley. If you can guess the second name, the last name, you will get an extra point as well. I'm going to say that the second name is David... Chicklet. D- David David Chicklet. David Chickle. <laughs> or we could say is he the Chicklet guy? It's, 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 it's David Goliath and, and actually he was he was trying to peddle slings and stones. This is a very old case. We'll, we'll be sure back. We'll come stones. on, come on. Get, get out of here. We'll Stay be back. Tuned. More radio law talk and the answer to case or no case is coming up. Play along. Send us a text if you want or call us and give us the answer. It's all good. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Wayne Elliott here to tell you about my experience with Strauss Naturals Heart Drops over the past 20 years. Strauss Heart Drops saved me back then and changed my life forever. It's hard to describe how invigorating it is when you support your healthy blood flow everywhere. There is scientific evidence that heart drops ingredients help maintain healthy lipid concentration. Cholesterol is in the blood lipid group. This supports blood flow, our body's most important function. I was able to maintain a healthy heart and blood flow. Strauss heart drops work, I can assure you. No contraindications with pharma drugs. Strauss Heart Drops are safe, and Strauss guarantees your satisfaction with a hassle-free guarantee so you can't go wrong and certainly have nothing to lose. I've seen folks taking Heart Drops that have greatly improved their lives. Available online at StraussNaturals.com. Thank you very much. 
These products may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, 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 quick car, car, car wash. Quick, quick car wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 I like the Amadrosa Valley Who told you that? Now, now it's time for more Radio Law Talk we're back uh, after a case or no case where uh, we've got a David and Bill argued over uh, gum. We we know that this is Bill Wrigley is one, uh, but uh, we're trying to figure out who the David is. But there was an issue of Bill starting this chickle, which is chicklets, obviously, uh, the gum, and uh, that that he had throughout the subways had these little vending machines with his gums in it or these chicklets in it. And David wanted to be part of it. And actually, David was a chiclet guy, and Bill was the vending machine oh, guy. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, it was Vice. Okay, gotcha. He was chiclets. Yeah. And, oh, okay, go ahead. So uh, Todd said 
that we both said their cases, and Todd said that Bill wins, and I say, uh, I said yeah. both. We both I, said yeah, Bill wins. Yeah, we both said Bill wins. Bill wins. Got it. Well, here's what's interesting about this, because this is such a wonderful part of American food folklore. These chewing gum wars were real. Bill Wrigley did something nobody had ever done before. He advertised, start on, on a nickel packing, it cost a penny, and he advertised campaigns that were worth millions of dollars, sent individual packs out in the mail. Wow. Adams had to fight him his own way. Adams, by the way, was his last name. Because, David Adams? Yes, David Adams. And David Adams was the guy who did blackjack chewing gum and also clove. Oh. And it just it had a lot of them going on. So this is a true story. Dang it. Except oh, no for the vending machine space. They tried to absorb each other for years. And Cadbury, the famous British camp candy company, eventually bought Clark and the Mars Candy Company eventually bought Wrigley. And that, by the way, both men became very wealthy in their company's heydays, and their heirs did just fine on the sale, which was for billions. billions. David Clark and William Wrigley. And that, ladies and gentlemen. Is that the Clark Bar? I wonder if that's from the Clark well, they, Bar. They had so much, I'm telling you, they have so many products. It's amazing. It's amazing what just these two minds. And this, this Chickle Discovery thing was fascinating because Clark really thought he could make a tire out of it. And it was just too soft. Just couldn't quite get it together. Then the Wrigley thing started to get traction. He said, well, let's try to flavor it. So they put stuff in and, you know, onion, <laughs> all kinds of weird flavors. And finally, the, the spearmint thing with Wrigley stuck. And this guy said, well, black licorice is going to work for me. And it did. And they both... Wow. Made their fortunes with a simple idea. So nothing. Now, I if I would have said no case, it would have been perfect. Yep. It, it makes it makes me wonder if if you went back say two hundred years ago, and you went up to somebody and said, "Hey, there's money in fresh breath," <laughs> right? <laughs> if they would go, "What? What are you talking about?" And next hour, by the way, I'm going to take you to the land down under and the case of the snooping house guest in. Case or no case. Wow. Man, Todd, we could have caught up on Denise with that. I'm, so far, I've got zero both hours. I tried. Is, is, is I tried. Denise I, in I, the lead? I thought I was in the lead. You are, but I'm saying we can still uh, get ahead of her more. Please well. mention I get two points out of this, please. Oh, that's right. Cal gets please, two. Just, just mention that. Makes me yeah. so mad. It's a little thing, but it's important. <laughs> Not that I'm competitive either. <laughs> no. We're going to talk about the Supreme Court decides the college athlete's fate. And we talked about this. That's one of the... Headlines by this individual. I can't remember. Well, let's see. Let's see. Oh, that's a that's Fred Penny. Frederick Penny did an article hmm. on that. Wow, what, hmm. a, what a great article. Alex, I'll take shame shameless self promotion for three hundred dollars, please. I think Fred's the best. <laughs> you don't can't say Alex anymore. I think Fred's the best. Well, you have to say. And, you know, well, I can't if I'm doing a seance. I, you know. Yeah, no, I think Fred's the best. Fred is the best. Yes, and that's not a spoof on on Alex. God bless his soul because. He's a great guy, and but you're going to have to say they have so many guests now, guest hosts. Oh, I know. Just, it gives you a headache. They've had football players. Ben had Vereen. Ben Vereen. Probably going to be him. Really? really? Who's, who, who's he? The guy who did Reading Rainbow and all oh, that. Oh, he was Jordy LaForge on Star Trek The Next Generation, yeah. the engineer that had the African-American guy, but he had the visor. because he. Why is he going to be it? They're trying to book him up for 20 years. Well, he has he has an intellectual history with younger Americans in the form of oh, the Reading Rainbow. Oh, so good who idea. Who would all be about 
age to really be into Jeopardy now at, at right. their present age. Uh, they'll pull true. up a slightly younger yes. demographic who can sit that's in front of their smart. TVs with, you oh, know, that's interesting. complaining to their wives. I can't hear it. You know. Yeah, that that's true. We're we're all we're we're all leaving the earth. The, yep. the Jeopardy yep. crowd. Well, so anyway, to make a long story short, I, I wrote an article on this, and you know what has come has come out. And let me just give a very brief overview. I know everybody's heard about it and tired of it. Here's the most important thing you got to remember. The Supreme Court basically said the following is for educational purposes, they can't limit um, the what the athletes can receive under the uh, uh, Sherman Act, right? They basically cannot say uh, you can only have one computer or you can't have a computer. They, if it is anything to do with the student athlete's education, which is, by the way, a broad statement because they can say, well, they need a car for their education or they need this for an education, um, that that they cannot limit it. And the lower court, which is based out of Oakland, California, by the way, the federal lower court, uh, federal the federal court located in Oakland, California, basically said you can't do that. And so the Supreme Court remanded it down and said, you know, it's going back for the injunction. But they didn't really state whether or not they could sell their likeness or anything like that. Now, some states like California has come out and said that, that, that they can, that as college students, can sell their name, image, and likeness. Now, so I want to set this up, and then we're going to talk about so what. So the Supreme Court comes down and says that, but Judge Kavanaugh, as I said last week, and we've already discussed this, had some pretty harsh words, and some Gorsuch even said, you can't get a Ferrari, but... You guys are making a lot of money, and these student-athletes that are putting their bodies on the line are getting hardly anything, and we don't like that. And they're hinted, and I was saying, here we go. Sure enough, on Wednesday, the NCAA decided to allow athletics to get paid for their name, image, and likeness. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what that means, and we're going to talk a little bit about why that came about, because in my article, I talk about numbers what these colleges are making, what the coaches are making. We're going to talk about that. But I'd like to know if you think it's legislating from the bench because some states have taken it under their purview. So when we maybe we yeah, can talk about yeah. that when we Well, the answer back. is it's, it's, un, it's unconstitutional under the Sherman Act. So, no, I say no. I already know that answer. Just interpretation. We'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah, interpretation or legislation. That's always a question when it comes to how courts handle things, isn't it? So we'll talk about that and more as Radio Law Talk continues. Don't go away. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. 
That's 800-918-1376. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940-800-670-0940-800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. the best. Just true. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. So we're talking about the NCA uh, coming out after that decision that um, allows athletes to have their uh, name, image, and likeness um, used and by themselves and uh, profit from it. And one of the main ones they're saying is that gymnast from LSU by the name of Olivia Dune. Now, here's the issue. And you and I have talked about this, Todd. These kids that are like YouTubers, Instagrammers, TikTokers, that's where they make a lot of money. And I believe this Olivia Dune has got like a million followers on TikTok or on Instagram. And don't forget, they get paid to post stuff. And before that, they couldn't get paid to post stuff. And they're saying this. There, there's an estimate. Uh, they, I did, did it. They say, Todd, I did that. You did. You're but, breaking our cardinal rule. But there is a number of of outlets out there that I've read um, that are that are saying that she can make a lot of money because of that. So now they're following California's rule. This is nothing new for California and other states. Have already passed state laws saying that that the college students can use their name, image, and likeness. Now this is going to be. Very interesting the kind of money they're going to be able to make now prior to going pro. Now, let me let me get into this for a second. So here's the question. There's two, two questions I have. There's multiple questions, but here's the first one. Is this now going to take some money from the pros that they put into the pro athletes and now drag it back into the NCAA athletes? So is it going to lower the, the payouts? There's only so much money in advertising revenue, right? Only so much. So before, they would have to play, pay these pro athletes. Now the, these, these athletes in the NCAA are going to be asking for money. There's only so much to go around. So is there going to be less going to the pros and going down to those athletes? Or is it all going to be kind of pulled out of what they're going to pay the schools in the NCAA? That's the first question. My next question is, the amount of money, my next issue is the amount of money, and I brought this out in my, in my article, that these individuals uh, are making and these schools are making is astronomical. So here's a statistic. So footballscoop.com said the following. 
In the fiscal year 2018, and they did their research through June 30th, 2019, the top university was the University of Texas, grossed $156 million just for the football program. The lowest end of the, um, you know, we're going to call the Power Five football, the lowest team was Boston College. They are the bottom of the, at least in this statistics, $32.3 million they still made. Now, Nick Saban, uh, round numbers, $9 million a year. The highest paid athletic director is Vanderbilt's Dave Williams, $3.2 million per year. And don't forget, a lot of these football players, I say in my article, I've known personally that some of these Division I top colleges, they get their tuition paid, they get their books, and they get 1500 bucks. And, and that's 15, it. And that 1500 bucks goes toward their rent, goes toward their health insurance, goes to their car payment, and any food. Now, they do get some food, but I remember my daughter, who was an NCAA athlete, she was a swimmer. And it was interesting. They can only receive so many bagels, only so many meals. I mean, that it was I, – Cal, I was so – That's crazy. I was so upset about this. And luckily, my, you know, we're, we're financially okay. My daughter did it. But I saw so many of these players struggling to just survive, Cal and, and Todd. I saw it firsthand. And football players that are bringing the tens or hundreds of million dollars to this system – are getting this kind of money and struggling to even pay a car part. And I'm not talking a nice car. I'm talking a piece of junk that they're paying 400 bucks a month. And they're, by the way, they're sharing it. I saw some athletes that shared a car because they couldn't afford it. When I saw that, guys, I had a completely different perspective on this whole thing. And when I saw the kind of money these universities and the NCAA was making, I just thought it was a tra- it, it was a travesty. And not because of my daughter, but really... Let's face it, because of the football players more than anything, they're bringing in the massive revenue. They're, oh, you know, the Ohio States, the Michigans, the those guys are bringing in massive And they're, and they're rolling away in wheelchairs and on crutches. And, exactly and with the uh, CET, you know, the, the brain damage right, and all of that Cal. other stuff. Yeah. So here's the statistics. Ready for the statistics? Yes, stat me up. So Here what percent of NCAA Division One football players make – the draft in the NFL. 1.5 is my guess. 1.6, Cal. You're okay. right on. Now, don't forget, they still have to make the team. Everyone thinks, oh, they're drafted. They made it to the pros. No. So you're talking guys in the sixth and seventh round. A lot of those guys do not make the team. Now, there's two levels in the NFL. And the reason I'm bringing this up so you can understand, oh, they made it to the NFL. Now they're rich. No. So there's two levels. There's the practice squad, and then there is the 53. So they have 53 players that make the team, and there's a certain amount of money. And the practice squad, they keep 16 of them, right? And those are the guys that are there in case someone goes down and they can move them up. Right. The practice squad players, don't forget, they got to pay for everything. And everywhere they move, because they get drafted, they get pushed off, then they're traded, then this, they've got everything's expensive. They got to buy the, the, if they're in San Francisco, say they play for the 49ers, they got to be in the Bay Area. They're going to pay 3500 a month for a, a decent, nice condo. And rent. they get cut from the practice squad and they've got to move to Tampa. That's exactly right, Cal. And this is ready for this. Here is what, as of 2019, practice squad members made. 
If you are the first two years, which you'd be called, they kind of look at that as a rookie, you make $8,400 a week at 17 weeks. Everyone thinks, oh, it's for the whole year. No, it's for only a 17-week period. So you make $142,000. Don't forget taxes are taken out. So that's down to about ninety dollars or $100,000. And then next thing you know... Um, you've got you know all your expenses on top of that. And in some teams, the average practice squad stay is four weeks. That's exactly right, yeah. Cal. Then you're and, gone. And yeah. Then, yeah, you're gone. And then and then you jump on the ones who are veteran practice squads. They get twelve thousand per week for two hundred and four thousand dollars. And that sounds like a lot of money. That's not. So look at what really is going to make. All you see is what Tom Brady makes. All you see is what OBJ makes. You know the top people. What what you see these new rookies make that are the first round draft picks. Most of them are broke, guys. And so now that I've laid that out, I'm applauding the Supreme Court and the NCA for, Todd, I love the example you gave on why they changed. Well, yeah, so seven kids in my family, and this happened a lot. I'm the middle child, where uh, maybe with my younger brothers and sisters, they wanted to do something, and I wasn't going to do it, and my folks would come in and say, you better share. Or something's going to happen. And, and my younger brothers didn't see that. But my parents came in, you need to share. At which point I would always, you know what? I have decided <laughs> that I am going to share. And, and that's kind of what the NCAA has done here. You're such a nice guy. You know, especially when you read the what Justice Kavanaugh put in his opinion where, look, there's still some issues outstanding that I think we really need to take a look at. And I see the NCAA looking at the going, yeah, that's not a real fight mm. we really want to take on anymore. Yikes, right. But here's, here's a question I've got for you, Fred. So with the Supreme Court's ruling, what effect do you think that will have on the standard of play at the professional level and the standard of play at the college level by the athletes? Let's talk college first. Yes. I think where it's going to really hurt, and we know this, is going to hurt the lower-end Division One teams. The, and I'm thinking, I'm not going to name names, but the ones that just do not have the... Everyone thinks, by the way, and I'm going to say this, this caveat, a lot of colleges don't make money on their, on their teams. There's, there's lower-end Division I teams. They lose money on their sports, Weber State, football. Idaho State, yeah. Boise State, the yeah. smaller conference guys that are none in the high well, upper Boise division. Boise makes big money, by the way. But I'm saying, but one double-A, you know, they're not quite there. Right. They just don't make the same kind of money. Yeah, Boise does, by the way. Yeah, Boise, Boise does I, Boise, I looked yeah. it up. Boise does really fine. But, but you're fine. right. Like yeah. smaller schools like, you know, Bakersfield, you know, or, or all these little tiny, you know, schools – no, that this is what they're going to hurt is their recruiting is because people are going to go. Am I going to be able to, you know, push the, push my name out and my likeness out and make money if I'm at Bo Diddley Tech, you know, University? The answer is no, right? And, and I think that you might have like somebody. You, you take a small school like that that maybe they don't have but a handful of followers on their on the school's social media, not a hot lot going on, and you got some guy out there that from a talent standpoint they probably would never recruit. But he's got 150,000 YouTube followers. And you know what? We throw that guy a bone, put him on our team. And now his YouTube followers are going to be looking at our program. Same thing happened in acting. Right. Where they started casting some of these influencers that couldn't act their way out of a paper bag. But, hey, they've got 2 million YouTube followers. That's true. That's so true. put him in here. And so that could take it down. But when we come back, I think the opposite could be true for pro football. Well, let's talk about the NCAA, this new ruling, and how it's going to affect uh, sponsorships, money, pro football, and the NCAA athletes. We'll be back after this.
Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up in just a bit. RadioLawTalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y Lawyers.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800 918 1376. 800 918 1376. My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, Again, that's 800-238-9182. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y Lawyers.com. I'm going to... I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy. Just because I wanna, don't drive dirty. Gonna get my car suds at the quick quack car wash. 
It's the quick, quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Watch a hundred feet of cloth washing your car at the quick, quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick, quack, will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the quick, quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick, quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road, come visit the duck at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. You're a whiner. This is no fun. This is Radio Law Talk. We're back talking about the NCAA uh, Supreme Court ruling and how uh, the NCAA has decided to change their tune um, on uh, oversight as to what athletes can be paid for. Now they're allowing the name, image, and likeness. And we brought up a couple of points. And the the main question uh, before the break was how is this going to affect the NCAA college athletes and the pro athletes and uh, I threw an opinion out but Todd has a take on that. Yeah, cuz I had, my idea was in the college level I think you could see the quality of play go down a little bit because you take a smaller school that doesn't have much of a following and some it's it's between two guys comparable talent, maybe one maybe the one that is a little less talented has 100,000 YouTube followers. I see a college looking at that saying, you know, we'll bring in the YouTube guy because, hey, his followers will boost the followers for our ball club and and we'll benefit from that. And, and during the break, Fred was asking us, well, you know, why aren't they doing that now? Prior to this NC2A change in policy as a result of the Supreme Court decision, if you had a YouTube account and it was monetized, you were ineligible under the NCAA. There was a case from 2017, Donald De La Haye. He was a kicker at uh, University of Central Florida. Uh, he was a backup kicker, but he had a he had a YouTube channel and, and was making money because he had monetized it. And they said, ditch the channel or lose your D1 scholarship because you can't play anymore. And he didn't ditch the channel and he lost his D1 scholarship. Under the change in the NC2A's ruling this last week, he would no longer be ineligible if he were still playing. It has It has the potential to make play better, Fred. Yeah. Because schools will be competing for these YouTube followers and for these guys. They will be competing to try to get these kids in. And competition usually makes better. You know what? You're in, that's a, you nailed it, Cal, is what Todd was going to bring up. Does that mean, okay, let's talk about that. Let's say you got two kickers coming into a school. And one is clearly a better than the other. Yeah. But the other one has a massive YouTube. And by the way, you're not Alabama, you're not Ohio State, you're you're a lower end Division 1 or a top Division 2 okay. school. A school State, that could Pocatello, use, Idaho. We'll a school that there. could yeah. use the increase in their presence on social media. Sure. Yeah. Okay. What's yeah. going to happen, Cal? What do you think? Well, I think I think the Florida State or whatever, you know, the, the fancy schools, the Brigham Youngs of the world, let's just say that, 
are going to go after the guy and say, hey, come here. You know, we already have No, they're going to get the good guy no matter what because they, they make too much money. But I'm saying is. we have a big fan base coming to it. And this guy's going, Sean, Idaho State's going, yes, but your mommy lives here just two blocks away from the campus. Come here. And and we'll scrounge up something to pay Hey, well, let's you. talk about this, Cal. So this Can one, the yeah. school pay him? So hear me out on this. So let's talk about this guy's not good enough to play at the at the D top D one. Okay. Okay. Let's assume that he, Fair enough. he's not very good. And I don't know. We're bringing up guys that going to happen with gals too. But we're gonna we're talking about football specifically because this All is right. a big money one. And let's talk about Idaho State, which which is a great school by the way. And I've been there and watched some games, but they're just they're, they're not pulling in the money in Idaho State University. Right. Um, and yet. He's not very good, but he's got a massive YouTube following and a massive TikTok, Instagram following. And he's probably two levels lower than the next kicker. And again, they're going to have the, the main kicker. Is gonna be, this is the second string kicker that's going to oh. get the scholarship. Okay. Who are you bringing on, Cal? Well, I'm going to go with the guy with, with, the, with the following, and I'm right. going to coach him up. And because, he'll never get there, but that doesn't well, matter, right? You're going to coach him up because every once in a while, when the time is right, when you're up by 17 touchdowns, That's you're going true. to put this guy in and That's kick true. an extra point so his followers can see him. That's exactly but, right, right? Cal. But, but do you see how that actually would result in lowering the level, the quality of play for this reason? Before, it used to be, I'm evaluating it solely on talent. Who's the most talented person? Who has the best ability at this position? I want to bring them in here. Right. And now you are entering into the equation something that has nothing to do with their talent level, has everything to do with their popularity. The minute you deviate from talent at that level, I think that it could it could have the potential to lower the to lower the uh, quality of play, but I think the opposite could be true on the pro level. And uh, and my idea here is this. I saw an interview with Kyle Shanahan uh, a while back. It was just before the Combine, um, not this last year, but the year before, back because they didn't really have it this year because of COVID. But um, so he was interviewed. They said, what one thing do you wish you could know before you either sign a player or bring in an unrestricted uh, rookie free agent or draft a player? And he said, I wish there was a reliable way to test the player's passion for football because there will be people that tell you all the things that they think you want to hear. You get them out on the field and you can just tell they don't have the passion for football. And I think that if you got the reason why some of those guys still go pro is they've been playing college ball. They're not making any money and they don't have a passion for football, but they have a passion for the money that football players can make if they succeed in the NFL. And so they want to go. But if you allow them to be paid and monetize their likeness and do whatever, you go to Cal you, or Fred, you were talking about University of Alabama. If you have a TikTok following or a Twitter following and you go to the University of Alabama, you're going to get 100,000 followers in your sleep, right? Exactly. And you get those folks that monetize it in college and they're, they're earning a wage and they don't have a passion for football. They may forego the NFL altogether, and that takes folks that don't want to play there out of the equation. It could push the JUCO players to do better in junior college with grades and the things that are excluding them now from coming up to a higher division of school. It could push them to do a little better and also to get coached up as well as they can. Now, I've done junior college football play-by-play, and I'll tell you, as far as the step up from high school, everybody in junior college can run and everybody can hit. And that's the same thing as then you go to the next level and you go, wow, everybody here can really run and they can really hit. And then you get to the pros and you go, this game is so the fast speed. and they hit so yeah. hard. Right. Yeah. So, I talked to this uh, uh, NFL players and I said, what's the big difference? Talk to a linebacker, a number of them. 
what's the difference going from college to pro? And they said, the speed, ready for this? No, I was thinking, oh, the running backs? The, no, the speed of the offense and defensive line. Yeah. Yep. That's it. He says, there, there's, and then this guy's a linebacker. He said, a 310-pound uh, offensive lineman, I'd speed around, and they couldn't catch me in college. He said, they have feet that are faster than most, and they are quick with yeah. that 310 pounds. And so that's the differences. Now, here's one thing we were saying, Todd, and I want to touch basis on that a little more. The difference is, and I follow Sione Taki Taki, Cleveland Browns. Go ahead and follow him. It's S Taki Taki 16. I'm going to throw it out, S Taki Taki 16. That's on Instagram, right? Instagram, yeah. right. So he has right now 42,200 followers on his Instagram. And I know he coming into the Browns, he probably had 28,000 followers coming from a, um, a school, Brigham Young University. And then I know some Alabama and an LSU guy that were drafted at the same time. They're also on the Cleveland Browns. And they rolled in with over 100,000 uh, Instagram. Uh, let's see. A friend of mine, I love this guy, by the way, Mac, Mac Wilson, okay? Mac Wilson for the Cleveland Browns um, is a great guy. Uh, let me, let's look him up. Well, when does he start making money on that? When, look, this is what I'm trying to say. So yeah. here's Mac Wilson, 213,000 followers. Wow. And uh, coming into the Cleveland Browns, he is. I think he was close to the 200,000 mark. So now that individual playing for the Cleveland Browns, uh, before that playing for Alabama, he's going to make some money in his likeness just from his Instagram account, right? Just from the Instagram account or the TikTok account. That's how they – I know we don't understand that. Uh, Cal's still got a rotary phone. He, no, I'm saying – or Facebook. Facebook – and, of All course, of only old people use Facebook. Yeah. But still, even Facebook All still pays people now, That's right? That's right. And so does Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So the, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I think it's going to change the dynamics. But, boy, I want to play football for college really bad. I'm going to get my Instagram and my TikTok way up there. And, and your I think skills. Some, and I think some TikTokers right now that have three, four. I know a TikToker that's got 10 million followers. Wow. And he loves football. And it's not you? I thought it was. No, no, not me. <laughs> and he loves football. Do you think he'll get on a smaller D1 school or a, or a, or a higher with, D2? With 10 million followers, yes. However, if there's a TikToker or a YouTuber or Instagrammer out there with the number of followers I have, good luck with those 453 followers. <laughs> you ain't going anywhere, buddy. Well, no, good you're going to make it to you, high school. You'd you better be talented. <laughs> good luck on the scholarship. All right, we're going to come back, hour three, and we're going to talk about free Britney. That's important. An actress, Allison Mack. We'll be back. Britney, Britney, Britney. Stay tuned. Lots of good stuff coming up in our last hour of Radio Law Talk. Well, our last hour for today. We'll be right back. Hold on. Listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182.